Hello, and welcome to A Rainbow in the Clouds. I'm your host, Elaine Marie Sharp, a certified color therapist and founder of Aura House School of Color and Light. October is my happy birthday month, and this one is a milestone. I'll talk about turning 65, birthstones and birthday colors, as well as my birthday giveaway you won't want to miss. You'll also meet Diantha Harris, a rainbow maker who is simply wild about color and about helping people enjoy happier lives. All that, plus grounding and color breathing, coming up next. Let's begin with a rainbow crystal grounding meditation. Okay, so let's take three deep breaths and call in your deities, your angels, and your spirit guides for love and protection. Now, pick up your clear quartz crystal and hold it in your left hand, which is the hand that you use to receive energy, and look closely at your quartz crystal. Notice all of its lines and cracks and chips and rainbows. Do you see the red, the orange, the yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet? Now notice how you feel as you're holding the crystal. Are you feeling anxious, calm? Place your crystal on your heart and breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Feeling a wave of calm and comforting beautiful white light containing all the colors of the rainbow. Now place your crystal on your heart and breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Feeling a calm and 
comforting wave of beautiful white light containing all the colors of the rainbow. Flowing through your heart and throughout your body. Breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Now, move your quartz crystal down to your root chakra, which is located at the base of your spine, and imagine that there is a long red cord attached to your root chakra, and see that cord going down, down, down into the floor, and into the ground, going deeper and deeper, and deeper, until you see that the cord is connected to a giant clear quartz crystal in the middle of the earth. Now think or say aloud, I am grounded with the courage of red. I am secure with red. So now that you're grounded, let's do some blue sky color breathing. Close your eyes and think of the clearest blue sky that you can imagine. A gorgeous, gorgeous blue color. And each time that you see a cloud, whether it's white or dark, think of this cloud as your thoughts, your anxiety, your grief, your anger. But don't dwell on the clouds. Just notice them. Just notice them as they slowly drift by. And as you imagine the sky in your mind, breathe in that brilliant sky blue. And breathe out the blue. Breathe in the blue. Breathe out the blue. Wherever you are and whenever you want to clear and calm your mind, remember this blue sky color breathing. It's a great tool and nobody knows you're using it.
Now that you're grounded and relaxed, here are my rainbow thoughts for today. On October 23rd, I will turn the ripe old age of 65. No, I can't believe it either. I was looking through my baby book the other day with its padded pink cover and browning pages, and I just wanted to hug that baby girl staring back at me. My, what a journey we've had. I'm very grateful to have reached this age, but I feel like I feel like I should be doing something monumental to celebrate. Initially, I thought it would be fun to arrange a huge party in the Shire with fireworks and I'd eat, drink, and be merry and blow smoke rings with a wizard friend. And afterwards, when I was making my speech, I would slip on my secret ring and disappear off to my great adventure with the elves. But wait a minute, that's already been done, hasn't it? Oh well, back to reality. I know there will be cake on my birthday, and I know I will blow out the candles, or at least try. But what should I wish for? For this important decision, I decided to consult the experts, the ones who know me best of all. Ask for 65 Cleary marbles, or no, wait a minute, 65 pieces of never-been-chewed double bubble gum, said my inner child. I heard a snort coming from my inner teenager. Are you crazy, child? That's not good enough. Wish for 65 dates with that hunky Bobby Sherman from Here Comes the Brides. Standing in the middle of a dance floor under a giant revolving mirror ball, my inner disco queen added her two cents. If you expect to keep on dancing, you'd better ask for 65 more pairs of shiny platform shoes. My inner bride had just said her vows to the handsome sailor man. Go with something more practical, she insisted. Like place settings for 65 people or 65 lottery tickets. Hey, you... Could be a winner. Even my outer senior citizen had an opinion. What if uh, I just decorate 65 cupcakes and eat them all in 65 minutes? That would be pretty monumental for anybody. Well, my waistline quickly said no to that. (laughs) Even if I did manage to get into the Guinness Book of World Records. You know, people tell me that turning 65 is a milestone. It's like taking your first steps as a baby, your first kiss, your first graduation, first wedding. (laughs) In my case, it's my only wedding. But the funny thing is that I suspect my real journey is only beginning. And according to my inner psychic, there will be many more colors in my future. Some people feel they can't go wrong with giving a birthstone as a gift. Tradition is that when you wear your birthstone, you have automatic healing and wealth. Well, that wasn't my experience. (laughs) My birthstone is opal. And according to the American Gem Society, the name opal originates from the Greek word opalios. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, but... That's what I'm saying. Opalios, which means to see a change in color. 
Well, now, doesn't that sound like the perfect stone for a color therapist? Unfortunately, I can't wear opal. And I made this discovery in my early 20s when my then boyfriend gave me an opal pendant for my birthday. At the time, I didn't know anything about the benefits of crystals and gemstones, but I strongly sensed that I could not wear opals. It brought me tons of bad luck, and eventually I removed it and never wore it again. Even the boyfriend turned out to be bad. Eleven years ago, I interviewed Michelle Bernhardt, the author of Color Astrology, and that was for my show on Color Healing Radio. Based on Pantone colors, I flipped through the book and found names like Paisley Purple, Mars Red, Cosmic Sky, and Apple Butter. Mm, I love Apple Butter. Michelle told me the birth color for October 23rd is Heirloom Lilac. It's gray violet, very soft, very pretty. And it's amazing how accurate my birthday color is because the profile description says, I am eloquent, funny, magnetic, and far deeper than I may appear. (laughs) That always makes me laugh. Sorry. (laughs) So anyway, my big birthday is just a few weeks away, and I still don't know how I'm going to dive into 65. But I do know what you're getting for my birthday. During the month of October, I will be gifting my entire Rainbow Wishes Workshop MP3 as my birthday gift to you. It's based upon the Law of Attraction for Manifesting. And here is a little appetizer. Close your eyes and visualize a beautiful white eight-layer cake, the most beautiful cake you can imagine. See it resting on a clear glass plate on top of your kitchen table. Do you see it? Look at those towering mounds of fluffy snow-white frosting peeking at the tops and the sides. Doesn't it look delicious? Do you smell it? Do you want to taste it? You do? Sorry, not yet. Next, picture a small box of candles. They look like ordinary birthday candles, but today we're calling them wishing candles. They are resting on the kitchen table, conveniently next to that beautiful white cake. Let's call it your wishing cake. See yourself removing the first candle from the box. This candle is red. Do you see the red? Now, Feel the red vibrations in your hand. Place the red candle on the top of the wishing cake. See yourself lighting the candle 
and then study the flickering flame for a few moments. Don't worry about the red candle wax dripping all over the cake because these are special non-drip candles. Red helps you manifest courage, passion, and stability. What is it that you wish from red? Are you excited about it? If not, tell yourself that you are excited about it. Visualize yourself with that new courage, that new car, that new promotion, whatever you desire from the color red. Or maybe you are wishing for something that is actually the color red, like a shiny red car, a red dress, or red satin sheets for your bedroom. Whatever you wish, see it and believe it. The entire Rainbow Wishes workshop includes affirmations and Rainbow writing exercises with the colors red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, and gold. And it's free to you from October 1st through 31st. To download your Rainbow Wishes MP3, Green Prosperity Game, and Rainbow Wish List, just go to AuraHouse.com and click the Shop tab for the download link. As for me, unless I come up with a monumental 65th birthday idea that doesn't entail traveling and quarantining later, I may have to settle for 65 kisses from my darling husband. Actually, that and a gorgeous cake of many colors may be all that I need. Rainbow Makers are positive people who have weathered the storm with flying colors and a can-do attitude. And today's guest is Diantha Harris from Florida, the author of Sad Sandwiches, Simply Color, and Simply Color for Everyday Living. After 35 years in the fields of healing, interior design, feng shui, and color, Diantha has settled into channeling for messages from heaven and doing Akashic Record readings. She brings elements from all of her past interests to her current body of work, making a unique toolbox of offerings. Diantha sees her main role in life as helping to bring more light and a higher level of awareness and consciousness to the planet. She has taught numerous classes all the while remaining a seeker and student herself. She is currently committed to helping the earth and all beings who choose to join in to ascend to fifth dimensional consciousness. Over the years, you have worked with numerous charities like the Hunger Project and the Breathe Network. I like the quote you have on your website by Winston Churchill, which reads, We make a living by what we get but we make a life by what we give. Diantha, how old were you when you first realized that it was better to give than receive? And did you have a role model? 
You know, I can't remember a time in my life when I haven't had that thought in my head that it's better to give than receive. I don't really remember it ever coming in or being a like a new idea. But both of my parents were very active in the community where we lived, and they were always giving back. So I think maybe it just happened naturally by watching them and what they did and understanding what it was that they did. Do you remember May Day? Hallmark used to make these little kits that you could buy in the card shops, and they were little baskets. And so on May Day, I would get up really early in the morning. I had the baskets all put together and I would go out in the woods and I'd pick wildflowers and I would fill them and I'd get on my bike and I'd take them to all the older people on our block. I'd hang this little basket on the, on the doorknob and I'd ring the bell. I'm sure they hated me doing this. It was really early. <laughs> I, hang, I would <laughs> hang it on the doorknob and then run, you know, get on my bike and dash away so they wouldn't know who like they didn't know who. I've always loved doing things for people and especially if they don't know who the giver is. I love doing things kind of behind the scenes. You wrote a sweet little book that you used as a fundraiser for the Big Brothers Big Sisters organization and it's called Sad Sandwiches. I just love that name. It's great. How did that project begin? Well, Sad Sandwiches came out of a, an event that my husband had with his little brother, who was a Hispanic boy in Chicago. And it's something my husband did say to, to this boy. And he had come out of his house one Saturday when, when my husband, Bill, was going to pick him up. And he just had this grumpy look. He just was, you know, very cross and ornery and so on. And so Bill said, well, tell me what's going on. And, and at the end of all this litany of all the things that had gone wrong in his life, my husband said, well, Kevin, let's go to lunch and have a couple of sad sandwiches. And I thought that was so cute that I decided to make a little child's book out of it so that we could use it as a fundraiser for uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters in the Chicago metropolitan area. And later we used it when we moved up to the northwest Michigan area near Traverse City, and we did the same thing up there. We used the same book and sold it at events, and all the profits went to Big Brothers Big Sisters. And that was a lot of fun because it was a, it was a cute book a very dear friend of mine had done all the illustrations for free. So she donated all of her talent and time. And it was just a great experience. And that's that's what I love about giving is I always get so much more back than I give out. That's such a nice story. Okay, let's move from the topic of giving to the topic I know that you like so well. And that is color. You have been working with the Aura Soma system for many years now. 
And one of your favorite Orosoma bottles is number 65, which is known as the Head in Heaven and Feet on Earth bottle. It's the purple over red bottle, and it looks very mystical. Is this a color combination that you might recommend during these turbulent times? Almost definitely. It's a great way to live with your feet on the earth, being very grounded, because you really have to be in reality and and know where you are. But also to have that connection with the uh, divine and with your guides and with um, that other world that brings us the wisdom of how to move forward. And then you have to be grounded in order to manifest anything. So, you know, it's a, it's a, to me, it's a really wonderful spiritual bottle that teaches us how to live each day. So, you know, to be, Yes, be definitely connected with, you know, and I tend to be way out here anyways, but you have to bring it down. You know, you have to bring that energy down and through and into the earth in order to manifest anything or be able to create anything. So, you know, I I, I do love that bottle. That's probably my favorite. Well, I can see why it's your favorite because it's very pretty color combination. So in addition to your work with color, you are also an expert in feng shui and interior design. What are your recommendations for creating a safe and nurturing environment at home? Well, that's a big question because we're all so different. And um, I could never really recommend something across the board for everybody the main thing is to take somebody's environment and create it for them so that they feel secure and safe in their own space. But what is safe and secure for me may not work for you and vice versa. So you really have to take everybody as an individual. And working with families is um, often a challenge because... Well, I can tell you, <laughs> just growing up myself, that um, it was it was hard living in our house because I didn't like our house. I never felt comfortable in our house. But I could move things around in my bedroom. So that's how I work with children is to, and I had to share a bedroom. So it wasn't just me. So it ended up being like little spaces that I could control, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, you, for families, you have to take everybody's comfort level into consideration and then uh, try to create a, a whole unit that will support the family. So it's an interesting way to work. But, you know, if, if it doesn't feel right then it's not good feng shui for you. Here's a question I ask all of my guests, and that is, when you look to the rainbow, what is it that you see? I see a miracle. I've seen many rainbows in my life, and they always take my breath away, always. Even the not very spectacular ones. I I don't care 
if it's just a little teeny color in the sky, I just, they take my breath away. And I, I just see a miracle. And they, they are, for me, a symbol of joy and hope and renewal, um, peace, possibility, expansion. I just, I love rainbows. <laughs> I love them. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. So of all the many, 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 many colors there are in this world, is there a specific color that you find yourself drawn to, one that you seem to need more these days? Let's see. I would say right now I'm tending towards a lot of turquoise, I suppose that's the color of the new age and we are definitely, you know, in a new age or moving towards a new age. Uh, but it's also an ancient color of, to me, <laughs> of wisdom. And I think it's that searching for guidance and connecting to the ancients for their wisdom and their knowledge. And, um, and also, it's a joyful color for me. I love I love turquoise. It makes me feel new and younger. <laughs> well, that's definitely a good reason to like turquoise. <laughs> Who doesn't want to look younger and be younger? What are the things that you have done to ensure that your life is filled with light and positivity? I know there has to be something. Well, I think keeping a sense of humor is huge and not taking everything so seriously or even so personally. You know, I think a lot of times I've gotten tripped up when I've taken something too personally. And so I try, I'm not always successful, but I try to um, be like that eagle that kind of gets up there and soars above and, and tries to see the whole picture and doesn't get too involved with the little details down on earth. You know, I think you can get very distracted and very almost disoriented by doing that. So I, I try to stay in observer mode so that I don't get dragged down by the emotionality of so much that's going on right now. It's just, uh, it's too exhausting as it is. But, you know, I think if you're, if you're um, really into the details and the minutia, it could drive you crazy. You know, these are not easy times. So, you know, the more you can stay in observer mode, I think for me anyway, the easier it is. Oh, I agree with you. Be a watcher. I'm sure you know people who have been unable to weather life storms. And as a rainbow maker, I'm sure you also have some tips to combat the darkness. Can you share those with us now? Oh, boy, that is a, that's a huge question. Well, I would go back to the sense of humor. Try to find something to laugh about. Even the absurdity of what's happening. <laughs> Try to find your, a sense of humor in things. And um, I think remember what your purpose is. 
and being here on the planet. And anybody who's listening to this is probably here to help move us forward in our consciousness and, and lift up the planet. You know, I would try to connect to that, stay connected to that and remember your purpose because if you can, it will give you a lot of courage and encouragement to keep going. And then remember that we're all, we're all one. We're all a spark of the divine. We are all a piece of the light. And the time is now to bring that all together and to merge as one and help lift up the planet and our consciousness to the next level, which is, you know, what, what I understand about like this five-dimensional world that we're moving into is that it will be so much better than where we are now. So let's, you know, if we can all stay focused on that rather than getting mired in the um, kind of the depressive aspects of daily life, you know, I think it's, that will help. So maybe keep focused on the goal and, you know, remember who you are. Remember your light, your, your, this spark of the divine, and you're here to help raise the consciousness. You cannot do that if you're mired in depression or hopelessness. And it's easy to go there. It's really easy to go there. So try to turn it around. I'm Elaine Marie Sharp, and you have been listening to A Rainbow in the Clouds. A big rainbow of thanks to Diantha Harris for sharing her rainbow wisdom with us today. Listeners, if you would like to learn more about Diantha, please visit her website at lifepotentials.net. Diantha spoke about the color turquoise today, which is a good excuse to mention my private Facebook group called The Turquoise Room. It's a spiritual ascension community of healers and creatives inspired by the color energy of turquoise. Join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash The Turquoise Room. Some of the highlights from today's episode can be found in my book, Mad About Hugh, a memoir in living color, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and Kobo. Are you afraid, angry, depressed, bored out of your mind? I am pleased to offer you a free color care package to assist you during these challenging times. Just go to the Aura House School of Color and Light website at AuraHouse.com and click the free emergency care tab at the top of the screen. Then choose what you need, whether it's a distance attunement, meditation, or workshop MP3. And while you're on the website, check out our little shop of colors, where you will find books, color therapy sprays, jewelry, and color therapy glasses. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, be safe, be healthy, Think positive thoughts 
And no matter how crazy this old world gets, don't forget to stop and enjoy the pretty colors. Namaste. Go within to find the answers you seek.